Welcome, Dr. James Beckett, Sports Card Insights. This is a tribute episode, I'd say long overdue. Frank Steele was my friend of Perez Steele Galleries and uh, the famous art cards, especially the Donruss Diamond Kings that you would know, and the amazing guy. And uh, I've got a couple of stories, but first, thanks sponsors, Top Spinning, Upper Deck, Heritage Auctions, Huggins and Scott Auctions, Mike Stadium Sports Cards, Burbank Sports Cards, as well as Compsy.com and Beckett Media, Beckett Grading, Beckett Authentication. So I knew Frank, married to Peggy. They were uh, definitely a team. I always respect that when a husband and wife don't just work together, but work successfully together. I mainly knew Frank was a little, slightly younger than my dad, older than me. And uh, from the very beginning of knowing him in the late 70s, starting out, he was really into education. In fact, a lot of his estate planning involved setting up an internship at the Hall of Fame. He was a big, uh, very well connected at the Baseball Hall of Fame at Cooperstown. So we hit it off. He was a pirate fan, which I was too. That was great. He'd uh, gone to law school, but mainly was a Wall Street guy, the member of the New York Stock Exchange. But one of my careers was being an expert witness and he had been to law school. So we had plenty of things to talk about, but it always went back to vintage and uh, older baseball. He had great stories, great storyteller, very gregarious. And uh, as I said, I saw him at the shows, mainly the Philadelphia shows. He lived in the Philadelphia area. And he'd always ask me, hey, come on over and have dinner uh, one of these times. And I, I never did, never did until the fall of 1992. And that's important as I will unfold. But I went over and had dinner with them. And they lived in this uh, very nice house in a, a nice suburb of Philadelphia. Hard to get to. Got lost a couple times on the way there. This is before. Again, this is this is fall of 1992. Um by that time, he he was well-established. When I first knew him and saw him at shows, it would have been the late 70s, uh, early 80s. And this about when he connected with Dick Perez was the artist and Frank Steele and Peggy were the business partners. And all along, there was a there was always a Hall of Fame connection. Even when they were doing the, the Diamond Kings, I think maybe even Dick Perez's first love, but certainly Frank Steele's first love, was older baseball. He really was not as much of a card guy. I think we got along because I love baseball, and he knew that I wasn't just a card guy. I was mainly a card guy, but some of the books that, that we did were memorabilia. They didn't sell as well as cards. Cards were pretty easy to get your hand on, but again, Frank did cards, but his main thing he wanted to show me where he, the, the lesson I know from this and from others is that he picked a lane. He had a lot of great cards, but what he said, and I can't deny, was the, the best collection of baseball sheet music um, that existed. And so he really went aggressively after that. And he was wealthy enough uh, to uh, buy what he wanted. And uh, the prices weren't as high in those days, but he had a lot of, um, he just was, it seemed like always in a gregarious, uh, good mood. And then uh, again, I, I think the last few times I saw him, he was starting to get in bad health. He, he died of uh, pulmonary fibrosis in 2000. So again, when I do that math, I find out that he was, what would that be? 72? That's hitting pretty close to home. So anyway, I've been gone 20, 20 years. And, uh, but the, the Prestil cards of the celebration, the masterworks, the great moments, the, the Hall of Fame set, all those are, are terrific. They're watercolors. There are many artists out there, as we know from Topps Project 2020, and they're very talented. Dick Perez, is he more talented? He's extremely talented. But the way an artist can bust out sometimes if they are properly, aggressively, but not over-marketed, and Frank had the idea to to do these uh, series and, and limit them and make them more postcard art than uh, big baseball cards. And I, I thought that was good. They both 
Dick Perez older than me as well. And so they remembered the, the cards and the, the 53 tops was a favorite set because of the artistic uh, rendering of those cards. And so they saw an opportunity. That's what people with vision do. They see something that hasn't been done or they see something in the past that's similar. And they think we could update that. We could do something like that. Perez Steel with no more Dick Perez is still active, and I think that's great. And the the sets live on. They're extremely tough to get signed. I gave up on that at one point. I had all those sets, but then trying to get them autographed, it's really tough. Okay, final punchline here, Sports Card Insights. So I'm over at their house, and we're having dinner, and, and Frank's telling these stories. He loved to tell stories, and I'm not an interrupter. I'm an interjector. So when I listen, I'm chiming in occasionally. And like I said, we were both uh, Pittsburgh Pirate fans and could go, I could go fairly deep, although I, I yielded to my elder there because he was really into it. Anyway, at the end of the night, he says, hey, thanks for coming out. What a great time. Always enjoyed seeing you at the shows. This is a chance to go a little deeper. And uh, he says, here's a little gift for you. Just uh, stick it in your satchel and uh, put it away. And it was a set of the 1992 Donner's Diamond King Supers, which is really a test issue. Now, I was looking around and uh, basically that set, and it was all wrapped up. And so I, I held, I put it away and I thought I lost it for a while. And then I found it. But there's, it's rumored to have only 10 sets. I'm sure that's low, but they are extremely tough. They're beautiful cards and they're very limited. And so the player collectors go, go crazy for the, the Ripken and the Frank Thomas and the different cards in there. So they're five by seven. They look like the more common ones of the other years, but they're absolutely not in the collector's note. That's the only year I went to his house. That's the only year they had these limited ones. And, uh, but what I'm treasuring is not the set because that's, I think that's pretty long gone. I think I kept the type, but I have the memory of a nice evening with Frank and, and Peggy. Frank, you're missed. You have a legacy at the Hall of Fame with your internship program. Congrats on that. And uh, you certainly would be one of the elder statesman in the hobby and somebody I always enjoyed connecting with at the shows. It's one of the great things about the shows, people from that area, and you can uh, pick up where you left off. So again, the greatest hobby in the world. Thanks, Frank Steele. Thanks for your legacy. Thanks, Peggy. Uh, thanks, Dick Perez, too. And uh, I'll be back again tomorrow with another episode.